BYU Sports Nation breaking news. We open today's BYU Sports Nation with some sad news. We have received confirmation that former BYU fullback and five-time All-Pro tight end Todd Christensen has passed away after a battle with cancer and due to complications from surgery. We just heard from the, and I quote BYU Athletics here, we just heard from the Christensen family that Todd passed away this morning due to complications from surgery. Our love and prayers go out to his family, end quote. Christensen was 57 years old. Now, Todd Christensen was a guy who loved words, uh, poetry, wrote over 70 poems, in fact, and, and lived by some very strong models, great motivator and father, a longtime sports broadcaster and analyst after his professional football career wrapped up. He worked for the NFL on NBC, spent some time with ESPN, the Mountain West Sports Network, and CBS College Sports. Six foot three, great hands, led the NFL in receiving in 1986 a terror to defend because of his versatility. And this is really sad. This is really sad and was unexpected uh, that Todd Christensen passed away today. Um, and, th- and this is a type of thing where, uh, you know, you acknowledge, you acknowledge the life that he lived. And the great thing about Todd was he was a good player at BYU. He became an even better player in the NFL. He's one of the best players to ever play in the NFL from BYU. And uh, I occasionally will play pickup basketball in the Smithfield house. And even a couple months ago, Todd would be working out on the track. And I'd see him on the side there and go, there's Todd Christensen. That's one of the best players to ever play at BYU. A second-round pick in 1978 by the Cowboys made his most of his living and fame with the Raiders. A five-time Pro Bowl selection, a two-time Super Bowl champion, uh, 41 touchdowns in the NFL. And he ended up becoming uh, a tremendous broadcaster, won multiple Emmys, and called games for not only uh, BYU, uh, but did Notre Dame games for a while there. And NBC did stuff with ESPN, uh, CBS College Sports, uh, with Navy. And so he became an accomplished player, but he got better as he got older at everything he did. And you're right, he was a a wordsmith. He was tremendous. And so a big loss in uh, BYU Sports Nation family today, Todd Christensen passing away. Mark Wilson's go-to guy. Uh, you mentioned his his high draft stock coming out of BYU. He was a fullback at BYU primarily, uh, but uh, really played a lot as a, a tight end type. And so BYU's offense was a little different then, but boy, did he excel. He made it look really easy and just such a competitor, uh, which is why he he excelled with the Oakland Raiders. He had that mentality. You know, he had the Raiders mentality. And in a few moments, we're going to talk with legendary BYU head coach Lavelle Edwards about the legacy of Todd Christensen. So uh, we can't wait to uh, talk to Lavelle. And of course, it's on a sad note, but uh, a legend uh, in the BYU sports family passing away today. Todd Christensen, 57 years old. I knew his son. I should say I know his son, Tori, very well. One of my close friends uh, in the Palm Springs, California area. We attended the same church, uh, served in a close capacity at that church. And with that backdrop, Tori often spoke of his dad straight up as his hero. A great role model, an example to all of his children. Shared a lot of fun stories of watching uh, his Raider games when when Tori was a, a little boy and you know, Todd, of course, had another son, Toby, who has some prominence at BYU, played wide receiver in the uh, early 2000s, his sports broadcaster on the side as well. So uh, our thoughts and prayers definitely go out to the Christensen family during a difficult time like this as BYU loses a legend. Now we go to Twitter and uh, the love and respect pouring in on social media right now. James Bates, uh, BYU fans will know him from the Mountain West Sports Network. He's working for CBS College Sports right now. But uh, he said on Twitter, we lost a great spirit in Todd Christensen, a true friend, Feel so blessed to have been around him so much. Pray for Kathy and family. 
Greg Rubel, the radio voice of the Cougars, tweeted, in, message, in a message to former BYU players, Todd's family expressed gratitude for, quote, for the wonderful outpouring of love and prayers they have received. Now, our producer, Ben Bagley, is a longtime Oakland Raiders fan. And he, I remember day one, the day, the day that I met Ben, he, he told me of his love for the Oakland Raiders. And uh, Todd was one of his heroes as well. And Ben had some interaction with him uh, as Ben was working in the Salt Lake City media. But uh, Ben on Twitter said today, at Ben Bags, I remember getting goosebumps when Todd called into a radio show I was hosting early in my career to compliment my recap of Super Bowl play. And uh, at Mark underscore uh, Schlabach, he said, uh, former BYU tight end Todd Christensen passed away this morning due to complications from surgery. RIP loved him with the Raiders. Yeah, and I mean, it's coming in all over the place. So we could spend all day with this social media interaction and, and the love and respect that Todd Christensen is receiving right now from across the BYU community. Uh, Holly Rowe just tweeting in, um, so sad, worked with Todd. He was great to me. And an exclamation after that. So Holly Rowe, ESPN, former BYU TV analyst as well. Yeah, Todd. Uh, Todd was uh, like I said. The thing that sticks out to me about his life is that he just got he got better at everything he did as he got older. Uh, so he came to BYU and wanted to be a fullback because the fullback got the ball, and uh, he led BYU in receiving as a sophomore, junior, and senior. His freshman year was 1974. He played in BYU's first bowl game as a freshman the Fiesta Bowl led by uh, Gary Shady there, and uh, was a fullback. And then, like you said, he transformed into a, tr- a Pro Bowl tight end in the NFL. And then uh, when the NFL gig was over, he continued as a broadcaster. He was a, a writer. He was a, a poet. And so he, he got better as his life goes on. And that's what everyone is kind of hoping to do with their life too, right, is just continue to get better. Right now, we welcome into BYU Sports Nation legendary head football coach of the BYU Cougars, Lavelle Edwards, a man who knew Todd on a another level. And uh, Lavelle, just uh, very quickly, what was your reaction to to hearing that Todd passed away? Well, I, I knew he had had some real health issues, but just like you know, we just never know how really seriously they, they are. And uh, and then when Shirley called me this morning and told me about it, I was. I was still very surprised and very stunned, you know, the, to hear the news. And uh, because he uh, he was such a uh, he he was such an important figure in everything that we did there for a period of time. Not only is a great player, you know, the guy created his own legacy as a player. Started four years did all those things, and then I went on to have another great career as an announcer. So I don't know of anybody that's ever had, you know, it's left an imprint on a on one university like like Todd has. Lavelle Edwards joins us from uh, St. George. Lavelle, can you describe him as a player when he got to BYU in 1974? The thing that stands out more than anything was his intelligence. He was big, and he was strong, and he was Athletic, he was good. Uh, but I tell you what, he he started for us for four years and and uh, earned a starting position as a back uh, in our offense because there was a lot of blitz pickup and a lot of uh, of reads that you had to make on how to run certain routes to get on the same wavelength as a quarterback. But just the blocking scheme alone is you know it takes it 
would take a lot of uh, work and 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 understanding of what was going on more than just memorizing a position. It was having an understanding of what was what you were trying to accomplish and everything. And that's the thing that stood out to me more than anything about him as a player and how quickly he he got onto it early. Lavelle Edwards, BYU legendary football coach, joining BYU Sports Nation. Todd Christensen, a great football player and a great man, passing away at the age of 57. Lavelle, how how important was it? Not, I shouldn't say important, but how gratifying, rather, was it for you to watch Todd take his great BYU career and really expand that in the NFL and, and reach the level of success that he did? Well, it really was. You know, and I, it didn't surprise me that he played. You know, I'll tell you a great story. He... I think went to Dallas or somewhere first and uh, didn't work out for him there. And so he left and went back East somewhere. And, uh, and I couldn't understand what, you know, what, what was going on. And, uh, but he finally landed back and like, so I, he called me that night and he said, coach, he said, this is Todd. And I said, Hey, congratulations. I, I understand you're at New England or wherever it was. I can't remember where it was. He made this comment. He said, Coach, he said, I'm not there. I'm at Oakland. I finally found a place that didn't care about personality. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great story. I thought that was one of the great lines, you know. (laughs) And he went on from there and just made a great career. He was not a distraction, but he had little quirks about him that, you know, you would be talking to him and he'd be gazing off somewhere and he'd hear every word that you made and uh, or said, and he, he just knew everything that went on, you know, not only him, but with uh, other other players as well. And so the guy was really, was really very special. And you've talked about it, uh, Coach Edwards, uh, there that, you know, he was a special player. He, he goes on to become tremendous broadcaster and nationally renowned broadcaster. Um, what, did, what did you think of his uh, post-playing career uh, as a broadcaster? Well, when he decided to go into announcing, it didn't surprise me at all because of his, uh, his abilities and uh, his intelligence and understanding of the game that I had mentioned earlier. And he did the very same as when he became a uh, an announcer, he never went into anything without being fully prepared. And uh, he, he was one of those guys who was intelligent, but he had athletic intelligence. He, had, he understood, and he knew the reasons why that, that you were trying to block a certain way or to uh, run a certain route or, you know, or whatever the case may be. And I think that's what made him a good announcer. And his ability to express himself the way he saw it. Lavelle, wrapping up here on BYU Sports Nation, uh, I, I know his, I, speaking on a personal level, I know Tory Christensen, one of Todd's sons, and he always spoke of his dad as a real hero type, and he's a guy that lived by mottos and a great motivator. What did you see as his coach and as his friend throughout his life uh, to back up uh, that statement that uh, he was a great motivator and, and also a great family man? Well, he was just one of those guys, like I said, that was... Uh, you know, when you talk about these models and these things, and I can, I would imagine he did the same thing with his own children. And, and, and in fact, I know he did, you know, um, set the tone for them and, and would talk to them, you know. And 
and then give them uh, points to think about or to, you know, whatever. And uh, he was, like I said, the guy who was just, he was, he was just offered different, you know, and he was very unusual in a lot of, a lot of the ways he went about doing things, but he was very thorough and very prepared and, and knew what he was talking about. Lavelle, I don't know if uh, there was some crossover between the recruitment of Toby Christensen uh, or if, if you were involved in that at all, but if, if you were, uh, what was that like uh, having Coach Todd and then seeing his son come to BYU? Well, it was, uh, it was fun, no question about it. I think that happened about the time, well, I think I still, uh, I'm trying to, read, trying to think, you know what year Toby came to BYU? I want to say it was uh, 99, 98, something yeah, like that. Yeah, I was going to say it right toward the end. I know he was either a freshman or uh, no more than a sophomore my last year. And so he just got a start, and I remember a long touchdown pass that he caught in the stadium there one night, you know, in, in the other end, in the north end of the stadium. And I remember thinking about this. I thought, well... He's got his dad's athleticism, but he's got more speed than his dad. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Hey, Lavelle, we really appreciate the time on BYU Sports Nation on an emotional day for BYU fans and certainly for the Christensen family. Uh, We'll let you go now, but uh, always nice to have you with us, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Fine. Thanks very much. All right. Coach Lavelle Edwards, Class Act, joining BYU Sports Nation uh, on the day, and uh, really, that uh, these are, these are tough ones, Jerem. You know, it's there's no dancing around it. You, you lose a great legend like Todd Christensen, and and but it's it's also great to react and and see what kind of an impact he had on not only the football field but on all those he came in contact with. And that's certainly a legacy we're witnessing in a, in a hurry on social media. And he was known nationally because uh, Sports Center five minutes ago on Twitter. Uh, and said it two-time Super Bowl champion tight end Todd Christensen has died. He was 57, so he was a guy that people knew. Football fans knew Todd Christensen. Some of the interesting things that uh, Lavelle said about him was the, the guy was he, he he explained him as unique, as unusual uh, in his in his approach and in his intelligence, but uh, he was just very special. And that Todd never went into anything, whether it be football, family broadcasting he never went into any of that without being fully prepared and when we did our top 50 plays show on BOE TV during the summer the number one play has Todd Christensen's voice on it he's the color commentator on Beck to Harleen and he pointed out something really good in that moment what incredible arm strength he said for John Beck's throw uh, this coming in from uh, at Mike Greenberg, who is a prominent radio host at ESPN. Todd Christensen was a smart, funny man, as well as a terrific football player, much too young. Hashtag rest in peace. And this from BYU's athletic director, Tom Holmo. My prayers go out to the family of Todd Christensen at his passing today. We love our dear friend and Cougar brother. He made a difference. Todd Christensen, former BYU and NFL great, passes away at the age of 57 from complications due to surgery and a battle with cancer. We'll be back with more on BYU Sports Nation after this. This is Tyler Haas, and you are in BYU Sports Nation with Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Go Cougs! Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. It is a Wednesday, November 13th of 2013. I'm Spencer Linton. Jerem Jordan sits to my right. 
wherever and however all of you may be listening. We appreciate you making us here at BYU Sports Nation part of your busy day. Recapping some of our top stories. Obviously, the passing of Todd Christensen, a headliner today, 57 years old, uh, died after complications due to surgery and a battle with cancer. Our thoughts and prayers go out to Todd. We just heard from head coach Lavelle Edwards at the top of the show. Also today in BYU Sports Nation, it is National Letter of Intent Day, which means the BYU basketball team is going to have a busy afternoon, Jerem, welcoming in the new class of BYU Cougars. Absolutely. And as soon as uh, they're announced, you know, we'll get that to you. Uh, BYU expects a really good class. Also, the men's volleyball team, I want to point out, uh, has a big-time signee that they're expected to sign today. You're hearing that. Jerem Jordan, of course, the voice of BYU men's volleyball on BYU TV. And speaking of BYU TV, exciting news this morning. BYU women's soccer will host an NCAA tournament game, and we will broadcast it live on BYU TV starting at 5 p.m. Mountain, 7 p.m. Eastern this Friday. Cougars and Wildcats in the first round of the NCAA tournament. And that moves the men's basketball game tip time back 30 minutes. So the game against Mount St. Mary's. Friday night, uh, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, as opposed to 9 now. Not St. Mary's. It's not, it's not St. Mary's, it's Mount St. Mary's. Okay, okay. A little, little bit different there. Mount uh, St. Mary's and St. Mary's. Funny story about that. The, the way that you phrase things like that, you've got to be careful, right? So men's soccer coach and women's assistant coach, Chris Watkins, once told me that the men's soccer team in the 90s played Notre Dame de Namur. So not Notre Dame, but Notre Dame de Namur. <laughs> They went around campus and promoted that they were playing Notre Dame. They conveniently left off the Dane Amir. So 6,000 people showed up at Southfield. It's the highest attended game in Southfield history because they played Notre Dame, Dane Amir. Oh, so 6,000 people? So if, if Friday night's a sellout because it's Mount St. Mary's, you know why. Good grief. Big weekend for BYU TV. Volleyball Thursday night. That's live against Gonzaga. Women's team ranked 24th, trying to make a push uh, for a higher seeding in the NCAA tournament. Then, of course, NCAA tournament soccer, BYU women. And uh, that's followed up by men's basketball Saturday. We have Idaho State. Uh, coming in, that is the our live game that on BYU TV. The this game year. on BYU TV can't watch it anywhere else. Uh, we'll have countdown to kickoff to get you set for that. Plus, uh, lots of reaction post game, and then of course men's basketball again on Saturday night. So uh, I think that's five productions in three. Is that five? Five and three. Jared? Thursday, Friday, right? Saturday night. So five live sporting events in three. In days. about fifty hours. A friendly reminder: as uh, we're going to welcome in our. First, well, second guest, I should say, to BYU Sports Nation, Harvey Unga. Uh, Harvey joining us, and, and Harvey, there are a lot of ways to listen to BYU Sports Nation. I can tell you this much. The fact that you're joining the show is going to make people that much more excited to get on and get involved with BYU Sports Nation. Noon Eastern, 10 a.m. Mountain on BYURadio.org, the BYU Radio iOS app, Sirius XM Channel 143, and Dish Network Channel 980. Harvey, welcome to the show, man. How are things going? They're going good. How are you guys? We're doing well. All-time leading rusher in BYU football history and also an avid basketball player, I hear, Harvey. <laughs> uh, someone lied to you. I, <laughs> I can speak on his behalf. Last week, uh, Harvey, you were in town. We played some pickup in the Richards building, or sorry, Smithfield House, and we got buckets, brother. We won a couple games. Can you confirm yeah, that? I, I, don't, yeah. I don't know if I believe that with, with Jeremy involved. Can you confirm this, Ask Harvey? Ask Andrew George. You know what, Jerem was actually our uh, captain and leading scorer for the uh, the games that we played. So I'll uh, I'll attest to that. I I, uh, I was the one dishing out the passes, and Jerem was the one getting the bucket. So he, uh, you know, 
He was doing this thing. It was Harvey Unga uh, guarding Mike Hall. So that was Harvey's job. If he did anything on offense, it was a bonus. <laughs> Who'd you guard, Jerem? I don't know. Not, not, <laughs> not Andrew George or Mike Hall. Not Mike Hall. Harvey Unga, the all-time leading rusher of BYU football, joining BYU Sports Nation right now. And, and Harvey, a lot of BYU fans just want to know what you're up to lately. What, uh, what's the latest in your life? Um, just right now I'm trying to, trying to get healthy again. I, uh, had a couple of dings early on in the season, um, was placed on waivers by Chicago, but, um, they, they told me to stick around Chicago. So I'm, you know, I'm doing what they say and, and, uh, just seeing what the, uh, what they got in store for me up here. But, uh, for the time being, you know, just training, trying to keep myself fit and, uh, just ready to go any day. So, um, that's pretty much it. And like you said, trying to get some cardio in. Do you expect to be picked up by the Bears again or another team if they don't? You know, I uh, as, as sad as it sounds, I don't really expect anything. You know, I'm, I'm hopeful and everything. Um, but but this business is, it, you know, it's cutthroat. And, and a lot of times uh, a lot of guys expect things and are disappointed in their expectations. So, uh, you know, I've came to terms with, you know, you, Take what you can get, and uh, once you get that shot, just try to run away with it. And so, um, you know, I'm just, like I said, just waiting for that shot. Um, Obviously, you know, I'm behind a a talented backfield here in Chicago, so uh, who knows when that'll come. But, um, yeah, I'm definitely, you know, in high hopes of uh, whether Chicago brings you back or or another team decides to pick me up. And, you know, I'll I'll roll with the punches and, and make the best of it. Harvey Unga, former BYU running back, all-time leading rusher in Cougar football history, joining BYU Sports Nation. And Harvey, while you do wait for that next opportunity, if and when it comes along, you obviously have some time with, with family. And uh, we, we saw last night that uh, you were watching some family play big-time college basketball. What was that all about? Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I was fortunate enough to... Uh get to see the uh the duke basketball game last night and uh one of my little cousins was playing uh jabari and uh we a were, little little cousin wait a minute little cousin younger sorry younger. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah we, uh, we went out there it was me my brother-in-law uh both of my brother-in-laws tony and larry moyaki and then uh, my wife Kaylani. we we all went to the game to support him last night and uh you know it was fun it was fun to watch him and everything it was just you know kind of a tough ending but uh, definitely a lot of great talent out there, um, and you know it's ex- exciting basketball to watch. Absolutely, and uh, when you look at uh, the BYU basketball team uh, this year, 112 points at Stanford. I'm not sure if you caught the game or or heard about the game, but BYU got it done uh, with 112 the other night. Uh, what do you think of BYU hoops? Obviously, you know I'm biased. I'm, I'm a huge fan of, of uh, our men's basketball team. Uh, got a lot of good buddies on the team throughout the years, and even this year, uh, you know, a couple guys that are still on the team um, have have made some friendships out of them. So, you know, I'm I'm always going to be rooting for our boys, no matter who they play. Um, you know, even even if it's Duke, I'm I'm still going to be rooting for for you know the Cougs. Uh, as far as family goes, obviously, you know, I'm going to cheer for him. But when it when it comes to a team, I'm I'm going with the Cougs, no matter what. So it's a uh, you know, it's always it's always fun to hear you know the success in those guys and and what they're doing and uh, uh, you know they got a great coaching staff too with Coach Rose and them so it's uh, it's always fun to hear those things. Harvey Unga, former BYU running back, great joining BYU Sports Nation and Harvey. I, I met you for the first time, as a matter of fact, in person in the student athlete building just last week when you were in Provo for a few days and and I mentioned to you that 
You are you are the man that presented me one of my favorite BYU football memories ever, and that was uh, running over a Utah defender in 2007 to uh, put BYU ahead in that miracle game, the fourth and 18 game. Uh, what what in your mind is is your favorite BYU memory as a football player here? Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> favorite favorite memory overall, honestly. Um, there was one that I I had always kept in, in you know in my mind, and it was a game when we were playing Utah State, and um, it was it was random, but I had made a block for Austin Collie for him to score a touchdown. It's it's really random. But that that was the one that, that always has stuck in my head. But I think the biggest memory overall was when we played uh, Oklahoma in uh, in Dallas and and won that game. Um, I, di- I didn't play that game unfortunately, but uh, to to see Brian Correa um, step in and and you know take over the reins and do what he did, it was it was one of the most humbling and and exciting experiences of my life, and uh, I'll I'll never forget that win. So if you played in that game, is that not a close game? Does BYU uh, win by 10-plus? <laughs> um, you know, I don't even bother to think that ever. Brian. <laughs> okay, I'll me, think it. You know, yeah, BYU <laughs> won, won by 10-plus. <laughs> <laughs> no, Brian, to me, I think, you know, was, was one of the game changers in that game. And so um, to ever take anything away from him, it'd be wrong, you know. So I, who knows? We might have even lost if I played. Who knows? <laughs> Hey Harvey, uh, on Twitter we're getting some uh, some interaction with Jamal Williams' mom Nicole at UCLA Grad ninety. She says, "Please tell Harvey I say hello with four exclamation Aww. marks," and then she says, "He, as in Harvey, has been a great motivator for Jamal." What's your relationship like with Jamal Williams? Oh, that's that's like my little brother right there. I love that kid to death. And uh, please, I'll, I'll have to hit her back up, but but tell her I say hi and I love her and. I hope she's doing well if you, if you guys get a chance to. Oh, she's listening um, probably, yeah, so uh, I'm guessing she's hearing that right now. Uh, well, love you, Ma, and uh, hope everything's going well. <laughs> um, yeah, but but Jamal and I have a great relationship. I, uh, you know, I've, I've been fortunate and blessed with uh, um, running backs in the past that have helped me out and, uh, you know, molded me into the running back uh, that, I, that I was able to be over there. And, you know, I'm just trying to pay it forward and, and do what they did and, and help out the younger guys as well. So um, from the get-go, you know, when we were recruiting Jamal, uh, I was I was fortunate and blessed to meet his mom and, uh, and himself uh, at one of the camps and kind of just had a relationship through that. And it's, it's flourished ever since. And, uh, you know, I still keep in touch with him and, and uh, you know, try to help him out in any way that I can. So in three seasons, you get uh, 3,455 rushing yards. You pass Curtis Brown. You become the all-time leading rusher. You don't end up playing a senior year. So all your stats are three years' worth. Jamal Williams is already 13th. He's got 1,584. And he's not even done with his second year. Do you expect him to pass you by the end, he's, by the end of his career? Yeah, easily. I, and I told him that, too. I wouldn't expect any less of him. I, uh, from the get-go, when I, when I first met him, it's his you know, high school, senior high school year coming out. Um, and, and he decided to come here or go to BYU. Um, you know, I told him, I was like, Hey man, like if there's anyone that I believe can break this record, you're that guy. So, uh, don't, don't let me down and then, you know, make sure that happens. And, uh, you know, he, he, he's definitely been, uh, rising to the occasion. So, uh, you know, I wouldn't expect any less of him. Like I said, Harvey, obviously you keep a close tap on BYU athletics, basketball. We know you're a great fan. And football, clearly you're, you're heavily invested. 
What have you seen from BYU this year that uh, makes them a unique team and makes you feel like that this independence thing is the way to go for Cougar football? Um, you know, I think a lot of uh, a lot of difference that I've seen in, in this year, uh, in and of itself, is um, you know, obviously defensively we're a great team. We're stout on defense. Have always been tough, but offensively, I think it's fun to see. Taysom get a lot of these uh, new and up and coming faces uh, involved in, in the scheme of things. Uh, you know, we obviously know Jamal and, and Cody, um, but to see you know the different receivers like, like uh, was it Ridley that, that caught the touchdown pass at the end of um, kind of Houston? Yes. Yeah, the Houston game. Um, you know, you hear the Matthews brothers' names come up. Um, you know, we're getting different tight ends involved, and then obviously JD falls live like. Uh, it, you know, it, it's fun to see these different names pop up and, and to see, um, you know, it, even with all the uh, the hype and, um, I guess, publicity that Taysom's getting uh, and, and high-profile uh, players that he has uh, that he's playing with, you know, he still knows how to utilize this offense and, and, you know, make everybody an asset to it instead of just keying on one certain guy. And uh, to me, I think, you know, that's, that's a, a credit to Coach and I and, uh, you know, what his offense – you know, brings to the table. So it's been it's been fun to see that. It's been fun to see new faces and new people doing things, and um, you know, getting their shots and opportunities. Because uh, you know, everybody's fighting for that that shot and that opportunity. And it's always it's always good to see people you know succeed after all the hard work that they put in. Harvey Young joins BYU Sports Nation. Harvey, I want to uh, understand a little bit more what uh, in NFL locker rooms. What's the perception of BYU in the NFL? There are a lot of old dudes wearing magical underwear. <laughs> That's the stereotype that we get. Um, oh boy! A lot of guys that you know, a lot of a lot of the players that I've played with and, and uh, have played against, they uh, they ask me the same thing. Hey, are you guys really twenty eight years old? And do you guys really serve you know these like five year mission things and then come back and are grown men? And, <laughs> And, and so that's that's kind of the the typical thing is oh well it's not fair when you got these you know older guys playing against these little boys but um, you know that, that's that's kind of <laughs> how it is but at the same time they also you know are, are very um, very kind and, and have good things to say about all the the players that they have played against and have been to senior bowls and, and different you know all star games with it you know. Every everyone that they've played with has said that they have nothing but good things to say about the uh, the guy in general and as a person. So, um, you know, we got the raps of being old guys when we come out for the league, but uh, as, as people, they they love us and they uh, you know they've always been respectful of us and our beliefs, and uh, that's one thing that I appreciate out of all my teammates and and um, you know other guys in the league. BYU currently has a, a couple of guys that are uh, are what NFL experts call. Uh, for sure, draft picks in Kyle Van Noy and Cody Hoffman. How do you see their careers flourishing and developing at the next level? Oh, I think you know they're going to be great. Uh, obviously, they're they're young. Um, that's and that's one thing that coaches really like is is a young, um, you know, fresh player. Um, not to say that it's you know a, a downfall on those that go on missions. You know, anybody can make it in the league, but. I think it helps that they're young. Um, you know, they've got a lot of coaching that they could be coached by as far as when they come to the NFL and everything. Um, and, and 
you know, just just with their skills and and their uh, their talents right now, it's it's going to be fun to see how much they flourish once they get to the next level and uh, get you know different perspectives of of coaching and different techniques and and you know kind of fit in a program that their their skills and their talents are you know actually based on. Um, a lot of times people don't understand, but in the, in the NFL, it's a very picky business. And they're looking for guys that you know fit the exact criteria and mold for whatever offense or defense that they're they're being drafted or picked to, and you know I think once once they get you know put on the the team with the right system and the right schemes, you know the sky's the limit for those two, and uh, you know it, it'll be fun to watch them in the next uh, next couple of years. Harvey Unga is on BYU Sports Nation. Harvey, today's poll question is this: We want to get your take. Who is the greatest BYU running back of all time? We've given Cougar fans some options, but we want to know what you think. Oh, that's not even fair. <laughs> Say yourself. <laughs> Have an ego, Harvey. Say me. No, 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 no. I, jeez, <laughs> I, um, I'm biased towards one guy. Um, okay, be biased. Who, who is that guy? In, well, in, in Vaisikahema. Ah, as uh, the greatest running back know, of all time. Okay, return specialist as well. You know, see, that's the hard part to say is, is you know, he, he didn't obviously play as much running back as he was a returner and everything. Um, so not so, by somebody else. I don't know. I, I, Who else do you have? Luke Staley. That's that's always been my go-to guy. He, um, since I was a kid, every single, you know, game, whether middle school, high school, um, even in college, I would watch his highlight video before the games. And um, that was someone that I've, you know, I've, I've always – wanted to emulate and, and be like, um, but geez, I don't, that's, that's unfair to say though, too, because, because Curtis Brown has always been the guy that has kind of, you know, walked me through the reins and has, uh, has been there for me, you know, as a player and, and in person and everything. So I don't know, man, you guys, are, that's, that's kind of a messed up question to ask me. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't decide. Tell us how you really feel about that question, Harvey. <laughs> hey, uh, in the meantime, we wish you the best of luck uh, moving forward. And if it is that you get back on an NFL roster, I'm, I'm sure you'll be physical and, and tear it up. But uh, if you do have some free moments, please uh, join our BYU Sports Nation crew as one of our uh, expert football beat reporters, if you don't mind. Oh, sheesh, I would love to. It'd be an honor and, and, and a blessing to do that. I uh, I would love to do that anytime. And I... Um... I told my brother-in-law too that I'd, I'd give him a shout out. He's one of the, in my eyes, one of the top sports gurus. Knows I think everything about football, basketball, and everything, and was a former BYU athlete as well. But if you guys ever get a chance, follow Larry Moyaki. It's at Larry Moyaki on Twitter. Um, he's like I said, sports guru. It's it's fun to to talk with him and, and get his insight as well. But um, I'd, like I said, I'd love to come on anytime. You guys let me know and. Uh, I appreciate you guys' time. Harvey Unga, all-time leading rusher in BYU football history. Thanks, my friend. Hey, thank you. You can also follow Harvey on Twitter at Unga, U-N-G-A, 4-5. That, that's fitting, isn't it? Unga, 4-5. Uh, very quickly, recapping some of our tri- – uh, well, actually, we'll do that after the break. Coming up, we talked to Idaho State head football coach Mike Kramer getting his Bengals ready for a big-time test in Provo. This is BYU Sports Nation. Stay with us. We'll have more BYU Sports Nation right after this. And now... 
back to more BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation with Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Saturday, it's the final home game of the season. Listen to pregame coverage live on BYU Radio starting at 1 p.m. Eastern. Recapping our top story from today, former BYU great, uh, BYU legend, really, an NFL All-Pro, Todd Christensen, passing away due to complications from surgery and a battle with cancer at the age of 57. Our thoughts and prayers go out to the Christensen family. Uh, we welcome into the BYU Sports Nation now our next guest. He is the head football coach of the Idaho State Bengals, and his name is Mike Kramer. Mike, welcome to the show. You have a huge test coming into Provo. At this point in the season in November, what do you want to get out of your team? What do you want to see in a game like this uh, where you're featured against one of the uh, the nation's top BCS programs? Well, fellas, I just want to also echo uh, the loss of Todd uh, as a guy that I watched as a player and watched as a NFL guy and then obviously watched him as an analyst and the things he did and the things he said. It's a severe loss for all of us in the sporting world, particularly in the sport of football and obviously everybody in the Cougar Nation. Uh, it needs a you know, take take a moment today and think about one of the great ones who lived the lifestyle and did it the right way. So, uh, uh, best wishes to Todd and his entire family. It certainly uh, puts things in perspective, doesn't it, Coach? Well, it, it certainly does. I, I was thinking about you know all the great BYU uh, athletes that I have known all my life, uh, having been a fan uh, of, of, of Cougar athletics all the way back from uh, Chris Muir when he was playing basketball in the early 70s and then the rise of BYU football through the late 70s and then the past the great passing game in the 80s, 90s, and then off we come to right now, a, a pretty balanced attack from Taysom Hill, a, a native of our, of our of our city, Pocatello, Idaho, but really a, a dynamic, a dynamic player that has really continued to help elevate BYU's offense to, to national stature. The thing that we have always thought about any Bronco men and Hall teams that defensively they're going to be rock, rock solid, and this year is no exception. And I don't know how the BYU Cougar Nation feels about their effort last week against Wisconsin, but number one, having been to a couple games in Wisconsin and having watched the Cougars play so well last week, wow, 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 wow. So we're pretty darn excited to have an opportunity to come back down there, uh, having been down there two years ago, and, and play again in Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Idaho State football coach Mike Kramer joins BYU Sports Nation. I am thoroughly impressed that you dropped the name of Kresimir Chosich. <laughs> Straight <laughs> up, man. That's, that's, a, that's amazing. Not all BYU fans know fantastic. the name of Kresimir Chosich. Well, and, and he could do it all. He could bring it up the court. He could defend. He could rebound. He could shoot. And he was great from about 10 to 15 feet. So just a great player. I did not think we'd be talking about Kresimir Chosich with you, but that's tremendous. <laughs> you mentioned Taysom Hill. Native of Pocatello, he's had siblings that have played college football. Uh, not really recruited by, uh, you know, Boise State, Stanford. Now he's at BYU. This is kind of an interesting game in terms of the hometown kid against Idaho State. Well, number one, it's not how how you're recruited; it's how you play. And I, I think Taysom is one of those guys. He, you know, he's a legend in the state of Idaho as a, as a football player, and yet. You know, there's a couple of good quarterbacks that have come from the state of Idaho that are, that are playing pretty well. The, the Kelly kid down at Arizona State right now, and we look back through Jake the Snake, Plummer, and all the way back to John Freeze, who played at the University of Idaho and went on and played for the Seattle Seahawks. So the state has actually produced a, a good measure of of quarterbacks that have had great college careers or uh, NFL careers. And I, I think Taysom's a kid. Not You can't define him as a quarterback. You have to define him as a football player, a leader, uh 
an example of what you want your guys to be. I think he'd be a great linebacker, great safety, great corner, great wideout, great tight end, great running back, but he's also maybe a better quarterback than all those positions, and now he has fulfilled that because he is the guy, not anybody else, but he's the guy that put his nose to the grindstone and improved his passing. His, his footwork is great. He transfers his weight well. He throws the ball into windows. He throws the ball. He throws an advanceable ball, and those are two things he did not do Two years ago, when we watched him play against us, is that you know he, he was going to run, but he wasn't going to throw the ball, you know, any better than <laughs> than the BYU secondary coaches were in pregame. So uh, uh, I like the way he's playing, and and, and he gives BYU uh, not only a, a sense of of greatness, but a sense of national prominence, and that's good to see in our area. Idaho State head football coach Mike Kramer on BYU Sports Nation. And, Coach, I, I asked you initially before we started to talk about the Todd Christensen situation, and, and certainly that's sad, but as you prepare your team to come and play at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, what is it you want to see out of the Bengals squad? How do you want to get better specifically in a tough environment like the one you're going to see in Provo? Well, since 1981, when everybody took advantage of new pass blocking rules, the passing game has been a, a favorite part of what we tried to do. Uh, whether I was a high school coach or a college coach at Eastern Washington or Montana State or now at Idaho State, is we love to throw the ball. And we want to protect our quarterback against a fearsome rush, and we want to be able to throw advanceable balls and continue to, to spin the ball out. You know, I, I think it's a fun way to play offense. I think it's a yeah, we'd love to run the ball a little bit better. We're really young in our offensive line. We want to be able to generate first downs and and, and keep the BYU offense off the field because it's uh, it's obviously not just Taysom on offense. There's a lot of great players on offense. The offensive front is pretty darn good and has, has played pretty well. They struggled a little bit last week against a very very formidable Wisconsin front, but their BYU is very good on, on the outside at wide receiver. So what we have to do offensively is generate first downs, uh, go at our pace, and and make sure that Kyle Van Noy isn't having a career highlight ESPN draft day highlight film that we're going to all be watching in in April sometime during the NFL draft. Easier said than done. Just ask uh, Texas and Boise State. Oh, 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 ask everybody. You know, every time we watch you, we watch you play. We're like going, okay, we're going to, we're going to block him with two guys in pregame. So in the pregame, you'll come across the field in warmups and block him right then. One of our tackles and one of our running backs down to block him in pregame just so he can get you warmed up so he knows what's going on. Coach, you've got a couple of ballers yourself. Uh, your quarterback, Justin Arias, can sling it, like you mentioned. Then Luke Austin's had a tremendous season despite the fact that he's missed two games. He's almost at 1,000 receiving yards already. In, in, in a spread offense, the slot receiver uh, is the guy in the middle, the guy that's working against the linebackers and safeties. and He's pretty adept. He's got great feet, good speed. He, he can run, he can push those safeties pretty hard and and he's had some long strikes you know he's had some real long long distance explosive plays and uh it's the nature of the style of offense that we play and we've added uh not only uh luke to the mix but two freshman wide receivers on the outside that can get up and go some we haven't had necessarily over the years we've been here had the kind of speed we now have uh, on the outside at wide receiver so we, we like where we're at we'd like to run the ball a little bit better uh but the main thing that we need to to be aware of is suffering that early, early insurmountable lead. I mean, we want to be competitive. And two years ago when we were down there, we just we couldn't generate anything and we couldn't get a stop. And we, what we want to do is we want to be competitive and, and have the entire uh, fan base, so BYU, Cougar Nation, uh, respect the fact that we're playing as hard as we can, as well as we can, as long as we can, and as hard as we can. Coach, uh, wrapping up here on BYU Sports Nation, very quickly, just tell us about your relationship with BYU and, and how this uh, game came into fruition. Well, we played uh, the Cougars a couple of years ago, and, 
And because we're geographically so co-located, it's an opportunity for us to enhance our overall athletic budget because the Cougars are paying us a a nice little amount of money. It helps everybody, not just football, but everybody in our athletic department. But also, you know, being from eastern Idaho, uh, the LDS religion is is a huge part of, of every fabric of every community in our state. And a lot of our guys in our program now are guys that are considering missions or are consider are, are coming back from missions, and we continue to want to expand the possibility by which a kid from Eastern Idaho is going to go on his mission and come back and want to be a part of our program. And there's a couple of kids playing for Utah State that were at one time part of the Idaho State uh, Bengal family who, when they came back from the mission, said, ah, oh, the program's in such disarray, we're not going back. Well, what's going to happen here is that we're just going to continue to recruit the kids from our communities, and if they're religious and want to go on their mission, we wish them Godspeed, and when they come back, we want them to come back and be Bengals, and we want them to play with the type of maturity, alone and spirit that the kids at BYU have all the time. So uh, it's fun for us. It's a great association for us. Even though we're a state school and they're a private school, we have so many similarities and so many things that go into the mix. We're just really proud to rub shoulders uh, with the very good BYU football program and a great football coach at Bronco Mendenhall, and to have one of our favorite sons uh, this be the starting quarterback at BYU is a pretty cool deal for all of us, and we just want to have a great day on Saturday. Coach, we appreciate the insight and uh, the good laughs and also the reference to Kreshmir Chosich. That Again, I just can't can't get over that. Well, I want to make one final reference to, uh, to Todd. You know, when Todd was playing tight end and he was wearing number 46, you know, the tight ends were, you know, he was not a 6'5", six, 6'4", six, tight end catching the ball all over the place. Uh, but he proved you can play the position. You don't have to be a real tall guy catching the ball. And he popped the ball in the middle and had great runs after the catch. Uh, just a tremendous, tremendous football player, but a better father and a, and a great person. So to Todd Christensen and his family, the Bengal football families wishes uh, the very best. And uh, we look forward to coming down to BYU on Saturday. and playing our guts out. Fantastic. We'll see you on Saturday. Coach Mike Kramer joining BYU Sports Nation. Thanks, man. All right, Jerem. Uh, again, recapping our top stories. If you're just tuning into BYU Sports Nation and you heard from Coach Kramer, Todd Christensen, NFL great, BYU great, passing away at the age of 57 due to complications from surgery, an outpouring of love and respect coming into the Christensen family, uh, especially on social media, and uh, very cool to, to witness that as it's developing uh, in front of our eyes. And then uh, some other news, uh, the women's soccer game, the first round NCAA tournament game, will be broadcast on BYU TV Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Big weekend for BYU TV sports. Oh my goodness. Women's volleyball Thursday. Then Friday, women's soccer and men's basketball. Then Saturday, football and men's basketball. Bring, bring it. Yeah, five live broadcasts over three days. It's, uh, it's a good time to be a BYU Cougar sports fan, and, and I mean that very literally. Coming up next... We'll address some of those very sports in the Cougar Whip Around, plus a rise and shout. This is BYU Sports Nation. We'll be back with more BYU Sports Nation right after this. This is Taysom Hill, and you are listening to BYU Sports Nation. Thank you, Taysom. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan here. You know what time it is. It's time to whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Soccer. 19th ranked BYU hosts Weber State Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern, in the first round of the NCAA tournament. BYU TV will broadcast the game live. Wait, what? Holler. The Cougars also received all conference honor day, uh, honors. 
Senior goalkeeper Eric Owens, goalkeeper of the year in the conference, Chloe Coulihan and Rachel Manning, first team all-conference. Owens and Paige Hunt were on the second team. Ashley Hatch was on the all-freshman team. Women's volleyball. Fourth-ranked BYU in a tie for the conference lead with San Diego. The Cougars have three matches left in the regular season. Gonzaga coming into Provo tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Mountain, live on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Women's basketball. Led by Morgan Bailey's double-double, 10 points, 10 boards. Cougars beat UNLV 71-64 yesterday in Las Vegas. BYU hosts Boston College in an untelevised, uh, unradio broadcasted game due to all the football and basketball that's going on Saturday. So if you want a piece of that game, you got to show up at the Merit Center. That's actually uh, an intriguing matchup for the women's basketball team, uh, welcoming an ACC opponent. Yeah. Cool stuff. Tomorrow, we welcome in... Speaking of BYU basketball, the men's assistant coach Tim Lacombe in studio. We're talking the 112-point outburst against Stanford and got a couple of games on Friday and Saturday that you could call warm-ups. BYU will not approach them that way, but uh, not superior opponent quality before it gets really interesting the following week. Are you saying Mount St. Mary's and Colorado Mesa aren't uh, the same as Stanford and Iowa State? Hey, as much as I love Colorado Mesa, I, I lived for three. I lived three years in Grand Junction. Got my TV broadcasting career start there. Covered Mesa. It was Mesa State University back then. The Mavericks love that program. Love what they're doing. But uh, Division Two. Uh, coming up against BYU, Get a very it's motivated. Not it's just not. It's not. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take as much time as I want, Jerem. Will you? There's like two minutes in the show, man. <laughs> Today's rise and shout uh, goes to Todd Christensen for the career he had as a BYU Cougar, for the NFL career he had, for the legacy as a football player, but as a tremendous person, a tremendous father. And uh, great words from not only Lavelle Edwards on this show, but Idaho State head football coach Mike Kramer as an observer observer from afar uh, lending some light on his his life and so rise and shout to Todd Christensen yeah and uh, going back to some of the things uh, that Lavelle Edwards did say very quickly about Todd he said quote not only was he a great player he created a legacy I don't know of anybody that has ever left an imprint on a university like Todd did end quote that coming from BYU head football coach Lavelle Edwards Christensen again passing away at the age of 57 due to complications from surgery and a battle with cancer a very well-deserved rise and shout for a guy that got it done in multiple aspects of life and football and uh, we look forward to the rest of the week with uh, Tim Lacombe as you mentioned Thursday and then Friday uh, game day for women's soccer men's basketball and then the day before football against Idaho State so it's a packed weekend and uh it's going to be awesome. We'll have some more headlines just as soon as we know more about National Letter of Intent Day for BYU Basketball. We will get those details out on our Twitter accounts at BYU Sports Nation, at Jerem Jordan, and at Spencer underscore Linton. It could be a very, very prominent day for BYU. We'll leave it at that. Big thanks to our guests, Lavelle Edwards, Harvey Unga, and Mike Kramer, and everyone on our crew, producer Ben Bagley, senior coordinating producer Michael Miner, station manager Don Chaline, production assistants Alan Miller and Spencer King, and our engineer, Aaron Evans. Check out our new BYU Sports Nation Facebook page. Like and comment all you like. You can also listen to episodes of the show on demand at newlaunchbyuradio.org. For Jerem Jordan, I'm Spencer Linton, and you have just listened to BYU Sports Nation. <laughs>